Hi, I'm Kabir Luckenball, your host of Football for Fans and Fanatics. This episode will be more of a condensed version because there are no real games this week. We will have, however, the conference championship recap, big football news, and MVPs of the week. It's time for a quick conference championship recap. So our first game of the conference championship recap was the Buccaneers at the Packers. The Buccaneers won the game 31-26. I think it was a really entertaining game because there's a lot of key plays, including number one at the end of the second quarter when Scotty Miller, the Buccaneers wide receiver, ran a streak and scored a touchdown with one second left. And I think that made a huge impact on the game because it made a huge swing of momentum because I think the Packers were like, okay, yeah, we can hold them to a field goal. I mean, that's not great, but like at least we're not giving up a lot of points. But then they let the Scotty Miller rant. Like it wasn't like a double move or anything. It was just a streak. Like he, it was just speed on speed, and Scotty Miller won that. That's unacceptable, Packers, and that's your fault. And then at the beginning of the second half, when Aaron Jones fumbles in the Packers' own territory, that made a huge another momentum swing and. The next play, the Buccaneers scored a touchdown. So I think that's where most of the momentum swing was. And then at the very end of the game, um, Aaron Rodgers had a wide open lane to the end zone. He, it was like the whole, it was third and goal. It was the whole right side of the field, and he just did not take it. He threw it into double coverage and to Devontae Adams, who's their number one receiver. But Aaron Rodgers, before you used to do that, you just need to run. I know you might think, oh, I don't want to get hurt, but like, there was nobody there. It's because Devontae Adams ran to the middle and he thinks, oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to run to the end zone. But it was a smart move by Devontae Adams. I don't think he expected the ball. I think he expected Aaron Rodgers to run, but he didn't. And the pass was actually really risky. It could have been an interception, but fortunately, it was not. And the Green Bay Packers kicked the field goal. Then the, pa- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got the ball back. And they ran the ball. And after the pass interference call of that, I thought it was an okay call. I don't think it was a great call. I think it could have been either way. Because in that game, they let the the defenders and the receivers play. They didn't call a lot of penalties. They let the game play on. So I don't think they should have called that. But there was a pass interference call that basically ended the game for the Packers. If there wasn't that PI call, I think the Packers would have a chance. They could have gone down and scored. They could have won the game. But, I mean, it all plays how it plays out. And, yeah. Next up, I also want to talk about the Chiefs winning that winning against the Bills 38-24. I think the reason why the Bills did not win that game was I just don't think the Bills are ready yet. I mean, they don't have a lot of playoff experience. Nowhere near as much as the Chiefs do. I mean, because last year, they were 10-6. and They went into the wildcard round. They lost an overtime matchup against the Texans, but they played really well that game. I just didn't think they're ready yet. I mean... Do could you see the Bills going to the Super Bowl this year against the Chiefs? I said that they were gonna win that game. I just I said also that it could go either way, but I just don't think the Bills are ready. I just don't. I don't know how to explain it, but I just don't think they are. And then also the Chiefs are going to their second straight Super Bowl. Hands to the Chiefs because 
Patrick Mahomes, I really want him to win the Super Bowl. I feel like if he wins the Super Bowl, he's probably going to the Hall of Fame. I really do, because he's had such an amazing career. He's already won one MVP. He's already won one Super Bowl. And if he wins this Super Bowl, two Super Bowls, and one MVP, that's crazy. And I just think this was too easy for the Chiefs. Like, only in the first quarter was it really hard for them. They were down 9-0. to zero. And then the second quarter, there was a swing of momentum, and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the game, they won 38-24. So I think this was way too easy for the Chiefs. I mean, that's as easy as it can get in a conference championship game. I mean, usually it's a really good game, but yeah. And then, talking about next week's episode, some things I'm going to cover also, can Patrick Mahomes win a game? Can, can he win again? And then also, is the Super Bowl going to be that easy for the Chiefs? And can the Buccaneers stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense? And now it's time for Big Football News. Our first topic for Big Football News is that Matthew Stafford gets traded to the Rams for Jared Goff, first-round pick for 2022, the first-round pick for 2023, and the third-round pick for 2021. This is outrageous for the Rams. I mean... Matthew Stafford was a former first overall pick, and Jared Goff was a former another former first overall pick for 2016. So you're basically getting a swap, even though Matthew Stafford is at the back end of his prime, and Jared Goff has only played in the league for four or five years, and he could develop a lot. I think this is a really good deal for the Lions because you also get first round pick for 2022, first round pick for 2023, and third round pick for 2021. So that that's like a major rebuilding stage for the Lions because you could get a lot of key players assuming the Rams are not the best for 2022 you could get like a third overall pick that's what the Dolphins did with the Texans you think oh the Texans are going to be really good this year when they got Larry Tunsil but actually they were really bad so the Dolphins got a really good deal because Laramie Tunsil in the third round third overall pick for this year that's a really good swap but back to the Lions and the Rams the Rams gave up way too much. According to Peter King on Twitter, Carolina, Denver, the Colts, and San Francisco wanted Stafford too. And I think that's why they gave up so much. Because, I mean, I think they knew it too that that was way outrageous. That was way too many picks. And Jared Goff too. I mean, Washington, who I am a fan of, I thought we could just get Stafford if we just gave them a first round pick for this year and a third round pick. But this... This is outrageous. Um, and next up, I also want to talk about Deshaun Watson officially demands a trade. In earlier episodes, I did say that Deshaun Watson wanted out of Houston, which means he wanted a trade. And now, he's officially demanded. I think it's a 60% chance he does get a trade and a 40% chance that he does not. Because the Texans have said that they do not want to trade Deshaun Watson. But I think one reason Deshaun Watson wants to get out of Houston is because... They, the Texans promised Deshaun Watson that he'd be making some decisions because he's the centerpiece for the Texans. And Eric B. Enemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, who calls amazing plays for the Chiefs, that's Patrick Mahomes' like, that's Patrick Mahomes' mentor. He calls the plays, which are so amazing. He calls the jet sweeps. He calls the, the offense, the passing plays. I don't know how he's not hired, but they instead, the Texans hired David Culley, who was the former passing coordinator of the Ravens. And guess what the Ravens' passing game number was this this last year? Number 31. Like that, That's the second worst in the league. Why would you do that when Eric Bieniemy is still there? Nobody's even tried to hire that. That's insane. So, 
I think he will get out of there, but I hope he does. Because you don't want to see somebody with that much talent sit on a rebuilding team. And I do think the Texans should trade him because if you see how much the Lions get for Stafford, who's at the back end of his prime, how much could the Texans get for Watson? They could get like twice or three times as many as the as the Lions got. Like, that's insane. So I really think they should trade him. And that will wrap up Big Football News. And now it's time for MVPs of the Week. For my MVP of the Conference Championship Week, I think it has to go Tyreek Kill. This was not a crazy week for any specific person, but Tyreek Kill had 9 receptions for 172 yards. You could say, oh, he didn't have a touchdown, that's not that good, but I actually thought it was really good because he made a lot of explosive plays, he made really good jukes, and it was just fun to watch him. I mean, the Chiefs offense was a little like sloppy in the first quarter, but Tyreek Hill made explosive plays in the second quarter, and that gave them momentum, and I think that's what changed the game. So that's my MVP of the week. It's time for the credits. Thank you for coming to listen to football for fans and fanatics. And a huge thanks to my parents and my executive producer, Zara Kaur, for making this podcast possible. Hi, everybody. Stay tuned for next week's episode of Football for Fans and Fanatics. Coming to you next week.